Hello and welcome to Season 6, Episode 4 of the Marketing Matters Podcast. In our series on using the right tools, today we're going a bit slightly further off-piste uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about finance and accounting. But before I do that, obviously, and this time it's important because I think David's going to do most of the talking today for reasons which will become clear. But yeah, I better welcome David. So good morning, David. I thought we didn't say good morning. Oh, and... <laughs> It's it is morning. Okay, we recorded in the morning. I can. I, yeah, I, I'm found out. The, the sun's sun shining um, on the snow. Yeah, it's actually a very nice morning this morning. It's uh, it was a little bit grim last night, but we we're uh, getting the benefit of it this morning. Anyway, so yeah, finance, David. Say so the reason you're going to do most of the talking today is because when it comes to accounts, I think I I got involved with them once, but you've never let me anywhere near them again. I well, I think it's there's too much attention to detail <laughs> yeah. required. Never been one of my strong points. I've got many others, but attention to detail. Yeah, uh, David definitely uh, helps in that direction. I think it's first thing I would say it's not. Well, is it finance? I think it's it's more appropriate to talk, call it accounting mm. because it is, whether you like it or not, if you're running a business, you have to keep accounts. There are statutory requirements and practical business requirements. And how you do that is um, a bit or can be a bit tedious because it's time consuming and it's not exactly helping your business. It's it's just something you've got to do. And it's, I think, a classic of working in your business rather than on your business. And I know because over the years, I've always taken the view that as a, a small business owner, making sure that you're on top of the, the money mm. is a key to fundamentally knowing where you are and the bottom line, not going bust. Mm. And so right from when my, in my youth, I've always taken an, um, as it being very important to make sure that you the accounts are up to date that the bank is reconciled and I'm not going to get any or we're not going to get any nasty surprises with having to shell out money that we we weren't expecting well, wasn't, wasn't it your account our accountant who once said you ought to have been an accountant <laughs> yes our, our, our current accountant did, did indeed say that and I think well for me a lot of the small business accountancy is actually really tedious. It's mm. it's the bookkeeping, it's the invoicing, it's the credit control, all of that stuff, which arguably isn't really accounting. It's just functional. Mm. And and I think back um, when when I first started working, we were using Sage, which is a, a real business stalwart, and it was it was okay, but it was it took up a lot of time. I reckon. At least, even in a in a small business like BSA, between one and two days a month, and then another couple of days every quarter to do the VAT return, and and it was something that you had to set set aside time for, and, um, and that just, doesn't include the, the bookkeeping of him. We also had somebody who would help with who sort would, of adding the input invoices, yeah, and and, and uh, oh, back probably 2015, we've been talking about it for for quite a while, and I and I did a blog post on this back then or back in 2018 of switching finally from sage to a cloud accounting system in our case we switched to zero which was as i said at the time and you can you can check back on that that blog post if you want to know the gory details but it was it wasn't entirely straightforward but as i i often say when you're taking on new software and new systems that it will be a complete pain in the neck for 
several months mm. while you get your head around it. But after that time, after you've been through the pain, you'll probably and hopefully be sitting there wondering how you ever lived without it because uh, it has improved things so much. And and that's definitely the case when it comes to, to zero. Yeah, I was going. I was going to ask what the, what the benefits have come out to us for. Uh, well, for I, this, I think for the, for the switch. I think when the immediate benefit was that it was more flexible in for for a small business. I, w- I would stress. I don't think it's comparable to the big corporate accounting systems. But then it doesn't have the price tag with them either. But what what zero does it? I think very practically looks at what are the accounting process and accounting functions that that need to be done. And a lot of bookkeeping is very repetitive and it's just about making sure you're accurate in your your data entry. And how much of that process can be automated or supported by computer systems? And undoubtedly a lot can and it it makes life a lot lot easier because it's more accurate. And and I I reckon there are fundamentally three elements to accounting, a small business accounting. There is, as I say, there's, there's the bookkeeping, there's the invoicing and credit control, and then there's the management accounting. And I think many small businesses never get as far as the third one, other mm. than their annual conversation with their accountant. Because that's another way of doing it, is you just get somebody else to deal with it yeah. all. You get, get yourself a bookkeeper, get yourself an accountant, and don't worry about it. But me, as uh, has been mentioned previously, can be a bit of a control freak. The idea of not knowing what's going on and leaving it somebody else didn't really work for me and given that as was said perhaps I in another life I was an accountant that I felt that it is at the heart of having control of of a business is to to know the numbers so for me moving to zero was a real godsend because it automated many of those functional processes and I I think that a couple of examples you can set up what Zero calls repeating invoices. So most of us will receive purchase invoices that are the same from suppliers every month. And, and you, you don't need to wait for them to send you something um, uh, that you then have to import. You can tell Zero, I am going to get an invoice from this supplier and even this invoice is going to be this amount. Mm. And Zero, and you just give it the dates and Zero will just remember Mm. and know and pop up every month saying, oh, we're waiting for, for this invoice. And, and in each case, you you have the ultimate control because zero will pop up a reminder and you just say, yes, I've got it, approve it, or no, I'm, or not, or I can change the numbers or whatever. So it turns what has been a quite tedious process with a lot of data entry with risk of errors into just a one-tick, one-click approval. Yeah. And similarly, and another big one is with bank reconciliation that historically it was a case of having to take the bank statements and check them off against what you see in the accounts whereas zero can automate all of this and over recent years well probably within the last year one of the real developments has been uh, open banking which some people are a bit nervous of but I think you've got to myself em- included though I did actually I have actually taken the plunge you know <laughs> I think I think you need to embrace these things and, <laughs> I, and so. I work on the basis that yeah, I've got to use my common sense, but ultimately, if things go pear-shaped, as long as I've done things right at my end, it's more of a problem for the bank than it is yeah. for me. And, and also, I think, <clears throat> similar to direct debits, even though you might be work, dealing with a relatively small company to connect your open banking, they're actually going through a very 
one of one of very few sort of reselling sort of houses that are very heavily regulated and very secure. So I think I, I agree with you. I think it's one of those things you've just got to embrace, and it, it is it does give you some huge advantages. And exactly, and and the fact that even I guess one of the monthly job hangovers that I had, even after we switched from Sage to Zero, was the bank reconciliation, where I was originally having to take the bank statements and do a, a effectively a manual reconciliation, which back when back in four or five years ago, open banking wasn't really in play. And so the, the process of, of, of trying to automatically import uh, bank statements into, into your accounting system wasn't very practical. Mm. It was slow. It, there was quite a lot of delay on it. So I did it all manually, which was, and, and I, it took me perhaps half a day to a day, a month to do that. But now, over the past few months, I've switched to open banking, and it now has just become something that I can do every couple of days. I just, it, they are there, there's a handful of new statement entries that need reconciling. And effectively, it becomes a job that, in practice, takes no time at mm. all, because, okay, it takes maybe five minutes every time, but you sort of don't notice it, because you yeah. can fit it in, in and amongst. Whereas if you knew that there was an hour or two's work to do, you couldn't just oh, I'll just do that while I have a quick cup of coffee. Whereas when it's only, as I say, a handful of transactions, you can. So all this automation and it just makes life so much easier. And as I say, effectively, it gives you free time. Yes, it, yeah. you still have to put some time into it, but it's it's much more. You can do it on your terms. Yeah, and I think there's, there's another thing that the fe- effectively moving it from in-house to into the cloud is flexibility because I remember back in the days of Sage if you wanted to uh, look at the accounts on a separate computer you had to take a backup onto a hard drive you had to take it to whichever computer you want you had to restore it would probably take you an hour just to do the process of getting it to a point where you could use it on another computer whereas now obviously being on the cloud you can use it anywhere you've got a web browser that's a really good yeah. point and I think it, it brings up another point as well which was perhaps my biggest concern switching to to zero and, and that is that on the face of it there are no backups which sounds crazy with sage you were it was drilled into you that you always took backups and that you you kept copies so that if anything went wrong you could revert back but there is no real facility for backups with zero it's again it's one of these it's a bit like we were talking about the open banking you just have to embrace it and accept it's a leap of faith (laughs) it's more important to the people who've set up and run zero to make sure that that data is data integrity is maintained and supported than it is for for the users and and that rely on the fact that although there is no user backup facility Mm. within within zero you can be pretty darn sure that they have got very very robust backup and redundancy systems in place so that they're not going to allow our data yeah. to get lost or to go awry. And there are there are a couple of, of, of downsides which we'll come to in a minute, but just talking a little bit more about this, the idea of the benefits of the cloud, I think one of the other things I see as a benefit is the ability to integrate it with other systems. With with Sage, it seemed to be, and I should point out, we're not we're not sponsored or anything by by Zero. This is just purely a, a sort of a user's experience. But yeah, with, with Sage, it would if it, it would integrate with other Sage products, but it, pretty much anything else, no, thank you very much. Whereas with Zero, because it has a an open standard API, you can integrate it with other systems. And we have, on a very basic level, integrated it with our internal sort of billing system. And you can integrate it with card payment systems. So there is that ability 
to streamline processes, not just within the accounts, but also between your accounts and maybe integrating it with maybe e-commerce payment systems and, and the like. So there is that ability. A lot of, very often because it's well used out of the box, you can buy connectors, but also because it's a fairly standard API, there are loads of developers out there who would do it for you if you, know, if you wanted something more bespoke. So it does give you that flexibility to integrate things horizontally as well as sort of uh, all the benefits of just I think it's it's another example of seeing how the really successful software companies do think globally and it's not I mean Sage was huge in the UK but it was a a UK product Mm. and inevitably you you know you've got a market of whatever it is few million businesses and that's your lot Mm. whereas somebody like Xero has a market of tens or maybe even hundreds of millions mm. of businesses all across the world. And the other thing, coming back to your point about us not being sponsored by Zero, which we are absolutely not, I would point out that there are... Other financial c- packages are available. C- certainly a handful. I, I, I could think of, uh, of half a dozen different cloud accounting packages. But I think it's not insignificant that I'm aware that a number of both suppliers and clients of, of ours have switched to cloud accounting over the past year or so. And I think, without exception, they have all switched to zero. Hmm. Now, nothing to do with us. It's just that that's the statistic of it. And and I think that maybe if you're a freelancer or a sole trader or something, maybe there are other packages that are more suited, particularly if you're, a, you're not specifically office-based. But for a small business, I, I think that uh, zero has, and my experience is, it yeah. has a lot going for it. And there are a lot of accountants who are sort of tied into zero and we can work with you on it. And that's, I guess, another benefit in terms of working with other people. It makes it and much the, the easier. Cloud. To, yes, it, it yeah. makes it much easier to work with your accountant. And I'm not quite sure how it worked with Sage, but I know it, did, it used to. But uh, it was you literally had to do backups and, and outports and reports and, yeah. and, and send them over. And I think it's interesting that even when, when we were first switching, I was looking for a local accountant who worked with zero and I could find nobody. And yeah. even now, there are more than there were. But there are still accountants who like to do it the old school mm. way, which I think for, for many people is, uh, is is just so much less appropriate. It's great for mm. the accountants, yeah. sure, but yeah. it's really not suitable for, not, not the best way of doing it for most businesses. But as we, I mean, we've, we've been singing its praises, every, obviously, over the last 10 minutes, but... One, I think there are if there are some downsides, Dave, as David mentioned, the the lack of ability to, to do a backup is scary because if nothing, I mean, I do some accounts for another a small organization. And my, the scare there is if you get something wrong, you can't, you, you, you have to undo it. You can't just go back to where you were and uh, and start again. But so, yeah, the backups, the lack of backups is a little bit of a... A worry, but as David said, it's, but it's I th- not I think a major the, thing. It's not, but the practicality of the situation is that we do have there. Is, there is a company. I think again. I mean, Zero is is based in New Zealand of all places, and there is a there is a company that offers a zero backup facility mm. service, which it's. We have we, it, it. Basically, just backs up your zero files to CSV records, mm. which. But have you ever tried to restore it? Because no, no. Well, you can't restore it. That's you can get access to the data. There's yeah. not. You can't restore it. As I mean, maybe through the <coughs> API. I don't know. But we do subscribe to that service. It's not very expensive, and and it kind of makes me feel better that I get an email every now and again to say, yeah, your backups are working. You're all right. Though the, the fact is that with in, in since 2015, so seven eight years, we've never had to really yeah. think about yeah. using it. The, the the system has has worked. It's a little bit disconcerting if have you log in and it just says 
says, uh-uh, you can't connect today. Well, that was the other thing I was going to say about the downside of it is you are totally reliant on not only your internet connection, but also the zero service. And I have had situations where for, not regularly, but for periods of maybe 24 hours, you just have very intermittent and issues getting into it because they've got problems at their end. And this ha- it happens, you know. It's, it's, you've got to make sure you're not... I come not, back to what I said earlier, that it happens, but it's a bigger problem for zero mm-hmm. than it is for me. And I need to accept that it's going to happen. That's, you know, nothing, things are not perfect. And that you can be sure that zero or indeed any other equivalent uh, yeah. company have got the, the systems and procedures to make sure that the issues can be resolved. And when, mm. and when you look, you hear about these um, software problems where whether it's Zero or TSB had that one a few years ago, which was, I mean, the TSB one was a nightmare, but it gets resolved. Yeah, and I think the, the lesson there is don't leave your critical accounting to the last minute because I, I, that, that's when it would be I, the big issue. Don't leave anything to the last minute, yeah. Um, that's another story. And I, and I think that, that just brings us on to one, one final thing I'd like to say before we, we wrap up, that, that another key element of accounting is the statutory responsibilities that you have in running a business to mm. produce annual accounts, to perhaps produce VAT returns and such like. And again, it's a process that has to be done. And as with with any any system like that i think it's appropriate to make sure that you do just check what you're sending mm. but having said that the mechanics of sending a, a vat return for instance is now virtually a click and mm. that's and that's it as i say i think you need to check your numbers and make sure you're happy with them but something that used to take me a solid weekend once a quarter i can now i can now do much much more quickly and with the increasing shift to making tax digital at the government is pushing on where they want to see this information more frequently if i was still having to do it manually it would be it would be mm. a real problem and you can, yeah i guess you can see a day where it just happens automatically without you thinking about it and then it just as you say maybe yeah. maybe want yes. to check the numbers but but yeah it is it's definitely a, a, a useful it gives you a lot it gives a lot of opportunities let's put it that way but I think I'm, I've just noticed the time. I think uh, I, I got David talking about accounting, which is always a dangerous thing because he does. I, I agree with the, the accountant. I think he should have been an accountant. But it is as someone who's uh, involved in a business with David, it does. It, it's it's reassuring because I know that using a tool like this, he can he, he has a, a good handle on the numbers. But just going on to uh, so I think we're going to just sort of wrap it up on that. Unless you've got anything else you want to say. Uh, just about just one final thing that I've been talking about how it, it helps do the routine and the mundane and the boring bits but I think the other thing which is something you know even after all this time we've really only just started to explore and that is using zero for the interesting bit mm. which is the management accounting and how you can use it to get snapshots of your business looking at your business from different directions mm. from different angles to to actually see what's going on and and that is is really interesting I think it's it's more challenging because you need to understand how the accounts work within the business for instance zero has a they put a big play on on their their cash flow forecasting stuff which isn't particularly relevant to us I must say because of the way our business works but it's it the idea that you can just 
get the routine stuff dealt with and actually start using the accounts to to give you insights into your business that help you to make decisions as to how you want to take your business forward i think is is really interesting and there's no question that the reporting options in zero are are growing and and improving and mm. and again a beauty of a cloud system is that as new reports and new f- functionality is built into the software it just appears automatically mm. with yeah. every time you uh, you log in but that it- in the same way as whenever we're talking about uh, website analytics or anything, the key about that is un- understanding what it is you're trying to find out oh, before com- you start doing completely, it. Because, uh, completely. Just sitting in there and thinking, right, I've got a report. What can I learn is, is a dangerous thing. But I think we, we will leave it there because um, time is moving on. Next time, we're going to talk about another thing, which is effectively moving something from the physical office into the cloud, which is, I guess, both of these things over the last two years since we've... The one we're going to talk about next time is telecoms. And I think one of the... Over the last two years, and the sort of focus on working remotely and flexibility, I would say probably the accounting and the telecoms and moving those into the cloud have been the most significant benefits to us. So I think it'll be interesting to talk about our experience on telecoms. And I think also in, from that point of view, A, I'll have a little bit more to say because it's something I'm uh, more involved in. But in terms of the benefits it's given us from a marketing perspective and the benefits it delivers from a marketing perspective, I think they are very clear. So I think we will leave it there for now on accounting. As usual, if you want to listen to any of our previous podcasts, you'll find them at podcast.bsamarketing.com. You'll find our blog posts at bsamarketing.com and you will find us on social media mainly Twitter and LinkedIn, again, at BSA Marketing. So until next time, we will just say goodbye. Happy marketing and our guest today, happy accounting. (laughs) Bye now.